The whole process of entrepreneurship is rooted in the creation and exploration of new ideas. When an entrepreneur is able to generate a new idea that is feasible as well as efficient, it gives him or her an edge over the competition. Creativity helps develop new ways of improving an existing product or services, optimizing a business. Welcome to the Creative Monday Discussion Show. I am your host, Mervyn Bodram, and we are creatives transforming lives. Welcome back to the Creative Monday Discussion Show. I'm your host, Mervyn Bodram, and I will be with you for the next hour. Uh, it's good to be back home. It's good to be back in Belize. Uh, for those who don't know, I was actually in Miami for the past few days. I was actually at the Belize Investment Forum. It was an amazing experience. Uh, it was hosted by the Belize America Chamber of Commerce, led by uh, Mr. Michael Young. And I just wanted to say congratulations to Michael and his team for pulling off an amazing event this last week. Uh, we were learning a lot about investment opportunities here uh, in Belize, and I'm really excited to share some of that in the near future. Things that will definitely help put Belize and shift the economical uh, realities that we're facing here in Belize. Uh, so I'm excited to have uh, some guests that we've met this weekend to come on our show to talk a little bit more about that. But again, I just wanted to say welcome to the Creative Monday Discussion Show. I am very excited to be with you guys another evening. I want to thank you guys for tuning in uh, and being a part of the show. Uh, tonight's episode is all about entrepreneurship. Uh, we're talking, it's actually, we call it our entrepreneurial spotlight. Every month we bring on entrepreneurs who are using their giftings, their talent, their creativity, and they're doing unique and amazing things with their products and services. So tonight we have two guests, uh, two businesses lined up for you. And I'm really looking forward to hearing their journey, learning more about what they're doing through their brands and really kind of dive into to who they are and what they're doing. But before that, I just want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Global Leadership Summit Belize. They inspire and equip world-class leadership and ignite transformation. How many of you are ready to grow in your leadership? Most of the times, the growth option is the scariest one. Imagine the legacy you would want and then work backwards. Our legacy is defined by how we treat others. Only you can choose how you want to impact your society. What's the best that can happen? The very reason you are where you are is because you're the right person for this moment. The Global Leadership Summit. Guys, an amazing summit. It's a gathering of leaders uh, where you can get inspired, get new ideas, uh, learn how to improve and grow your leadership. Uh, they always talk everything rise and fall at the hands of leaders, right? And so if you're interested, actually, their, their summit is coming up here in October. So I want to encourage you guys, go to their website um, and just sign up and be a part of that event. You won't regret it. Uh, let's jump in. Um, I'm, as I mentioned, uh, I'm excited and I'm always excited. I'm always on a rush and I'm kind of trying to calm myself down a little bit because I, I just really want to hop in and get uh, involved 
with the discussion. Guys, entrepreneur is such a, a dear a passion to me. I, I love entrepreneurship. I love the idea of it. Um, entrepreneurs solve problems. We look into our community. Uh, we look at things that are that are that, that that's happening, and we're thinking, okay, how can we fix it? How can we improve it? Uh, how can we make it better? How can we make the world and our space better through what we do? With our business and that's a big part of why i love entrepreneurship right and so it always excites me to be able to 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 highlight entrepreneurs and uh, just see what they're doing uh and again before we bring on our our guests our first set of guests i just want to uh, give a shout out to the gospel music buzz i see uh they're tuned in as well as uh strict big dog <laughs> uh, interesting names i see here on uh, um but i just want to say thank you guys for tuning in thank you for uh being a part of the show so we want to bring on our first guest for tonight um I, uh, she's no stranger to me and her brand and her company is no stranger to me i've actually uh, sampled eat enjoyed many times her product um um uh she she her name is hannah smith uh she is the the founder of Lowe's, and, and Hannah grew up uh, with a passion for art. Uh, she was raised in an artistic family, uh, and she showed her love for art through drawing, uh, sorry, the family uh, showed her art through love, drawing and crafting. Hannah showed her love for art um, as a young age through baking, and she loved baking, loved using um, her, 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 the oven and cooking, and, you know, men love cooking and men love baking, and so that's a really cool thing. But Hannah loved using, uh, showing her creativity and art through baking. Uh, with the encouragement of family and friends, she stepped out and she started her own venture Carl Loves. And so I want to ask you guys to help me welcome Hannah and her team. Hannah is not alone tonight. Hannah is being joined by her, her partner, Paul Smith, as well. So welcome, Paul and Hannah, to the screen. Hi, Hannah. How are you doing this evening? Hey, Paul, how are you doing this evening? Good night. I'm doing fine. And you? Doing well. Doing well, Paul. It's good to see you as well. Welcome. Welcome to the Creative Money Discussion Show. Hi, good night, everyone. And Merv, it's um, good to have you back. Glad you're, you know, your troubles, you have CF troubles, and um, let's get into it then. Yeah, I agree. I it, um, I was a little bit nervous with this traveling thing, but I was so glad that I was able to safely go up and safely come back, and jump right back into the show, right? Because uh, you know, that's kind of what what we're here for. So, what I want to start off by by asking. Tell, tell us about Lowe's, like, you know, what is Lowe's? What's the heart behind it? What's the idea behind Lowe's? Lowe's is a family-based um, home bakery at the moment. You know, we are uh, located at number one iguana. Our idea behind Lowe's is to continue the traditional baking. You know, we grew up in a family where my grandfather was the man of the kitchen and you know uh, my mom uh, taught each and every one of us male and female you know to bake and cook and with loaves we want our customers to get that feel of home you know of your grandparents um your to reminisce you know what it was like growing up you know so with loaves our aim is to keep that home feeling um, but on a, a large scale, we would like to um, bring in other products, you know, that Belize um, have not yet experienced that, even if that means as um, a business recreating our own products. Paul? Yeah. Well, even Hannah, you, you said something just now that I really loved, and, and you're continuing a 
family tradition because you know for those who don't know um i'm talking to family here i'm married to to hannah's sister and paul's sister ruth that's my wife and so like i can i, I have the first inside scoop of a lot of these stories right so i can kind of dig a little bit deeper here but you know I, i've heard so much about your grandfather so much about the sweets he's done and the, the baking and the, the different things he's done and you know my next question was where did the inspiration come from so obviously it came from him so tell us a little bit about him and 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 some of what it was like for you as kids going to visit him and uh you know smelling the food seeing the food seeing what he's doing okay um well with my grandfather you know he did a lot like you said he did um his sweets you know we know every christmas we would get you know the candy cane and stuff um from him you know, we have one and two of our family members still who still have that art of creating his sweets. And then he had pastry, you know, mine's were, my favorite was the red pie. Um, I remember that specifically, you know, I remember my mom, summer, Easter's, Christmas, you know, we would have our bags packed from the following night because we know we're taking the trip to mm -hmm. him, you know, and we wouldn't sleep the entire night because you know, we were excited and going, you were, we would sleep on the bus from Belmopan to Billy City just so that, you know, the trip felt short. Yeah. And, you know, reaching Barak Road in Billy City, we would, the alley was our point, you know, everybody would take break off from there running and he would be by the window of the kitchen, you know, he always had something prepared and something ready for us, you know, and I always, with, us starting this business as a family you know i always told my mom if he was here you know i know the ideas would be floating because mm. he would come with many um additions and you know we'll try this or you could do this or you know so my mom is a lot like him she is you know um always encouraging us to try something or do something in um, the line that she said, well, daddy used to do it like this, you know? So he has been a big inspiration for the idea behind um, the old feel we want to um, share true loaf. Awesome, I love it, I love it. You know, you know, Paul, Paul, tell us a little bit about your role and and because and, as Hannah said earlier, it's a family run business. So tell, tell us a little bit about your role and how you, um, interact and work with Hannah in the business. Okay, sure, sure, Merv. Um, yes, like Hannah said, it's a family-run business. And, you know, <laughs> running a business, business with your family, sometimes, you know, you have to figure out how to navigate. But, um, you know, Hannah is the, is the mastermind. She's the founder. She's the baker. She's the one that makes the products, right? So when you eat something from loaves and you enjoy it, you know, you have to thank Hannah Smith. I am acting in the capacity right now as a, as a manager somewhat, and I'm, we are working to get our products um, out there. You know, um, pretty soon you will see the products in stores. So in the capacity right. I am acting right now is both as a, as a TS tester, <laughs> as a customer, and also I am, you know, networking with, with the wider Bermapan community to get it in the stores, to get it, you know, in the, just to get it in the conversation, um, um, conversation of you know people talking you know they're like what to eat i wonder what what we should offer supper you know 
And even if the name Loaves come up as an option, even if they don't necessarily choose it, you know, that's what I'm working on, you know, getting our brand out there. And so that's the capacity that I am working in right now. Man, that's awesome. Man, that's awesome. I, I, I really, I really applaud you guys for this. Um, you know, I, you said it right. Working with family is challenging. Uh, but when you clearly define when you de clearly define rules and then everyone start to work within their rule, uh, it really helped things to move forward because family as well is one of the most trusted, can be one of the most trusted help and assistant in building a brand together. But let's talk a little bit about some of the challenges. Like, you know, what are some of the challenges you guys had to, you know, you alluded a little bit to it, but what are some of the challenges you guys faced and you had to overcome as a family working together? Okay, um, sure, sure, Marvel. I'll start with this one and then Hannah could jump in afterwards if she wants. Um, we, thankfully, you know, we um, did, did not have much trouble working together because we, our family is close-knit. And so working together, it, it worked like a well, well machine, as people say. Um, what we had to do is, like you said, the rules have to be clearly defined. So Hannah, Hannah is the baker, right? She's the she's the one in the kitchen. She's you know, and so when it comes to to figuring out how to knead the bread or how to to get the recipe perfect, we all turn to her, and it's her. Mm -hmm. You know, she has the last decision. Yes, she she may um ask my mom or my aunt or like like she said, her whole family is one that you know, her whole family is in the kitchen, so everyone has a bit of expertise, but. When it comes to that kind of stuff, she's the one with the last, the last say, and and those kind of well-defined rules has helped us to work smoothly. Um, and I, like I said, I've been working to, to to manage it and promote it. And so Hannah often comes to me, um, and say, you know, what do you think about this to promote it? And or I go to her and say, I have an idea, um, because you know she's still the founder, and I said I have an idea to promote the business, and then she would say yes, yes or no. But well-defined rules. Are, are a good way to work well with family and also a good communication. You know, you have you yeah. have to communicate them. Don't be afraid to communicate and and say, I think it will be better this way. Right? Yeah. It does it does not hurt to communicate. Um, and and yeah, those are the steps that we take. Man, that's good. Man, that's that's, good. Very, that's good very good. Hannah, any thoughts on on your and we're hearing from Paul, but how for you as the creator? I know for me, sometimes I'm creating something and it's kind of hard to kind of, you know, welcome that outside, that third party uh, voice and to say, hey, maybe you need to try this or do it differently when you already know how you wanted it. Like, how have you had that experience? And if so, what did you do to kind of overcome that and welcome the input of others? Um, yeah, we I have had the challenges, especially with um uh, my with David, you know, he is our um, he creates all our logo through in our films, and there are times I'll be like, nah, you know, I I don't see that's what he would be like, you know, he would try very hard to sell that idea, and he won't give up. Like this will work, you know, this will work, you know, and I would be like, I know, you know, work um with a lot of stuff, and he wouldn't. You know, go to my mom and sell it to her, and then sell it and say come back. And you know, but every time he has an idea for loaves, he has not failed. Every time he mm. came with an idea, and he said, you know, even if at the beginning we don't see it the way he sees it, and whenever you get on board with it, his ideas are always, you know, spectacular, spe 
spectacular. It has never failed, you know. So um, it has taken a lot in the sense that, you know, personally, there are times I would come to him like, I don't think this will work. You know, I would go to um, my sisters or Paul himself and he would be like, no, you know, with every small business, this is this is an obstacle you have to, have to get um, yeah. through that. So, uh, yeah, with them, you know, we face, there are times we'll be like, you know, it, it's as a family, you will hit that, that um, we, we will hit heads, you know, but we always seems to, it never leads to anything um, huge. Like I said, we are close-knit, so it's always, you know, we sit and talk it out and we figure it out um, with ease, you know, it's, so far, it has been with ease. Yeah. So good. Man, that's that's amazing, Hannah. I you know I I do applaud and respect you guys. I I, I see it. I stand from the outside watching it, and and I love the way that you guys work together, hash it out. Cause you hash it out. I hear sometimes the big back and forth hashing it out, but you guys are willing to enter the conflict to truly hash it out to bring about an excellent product. And now that while I'm on that point, let's talk a little bit about some of the products that you guys are doing. And, and guys, when when I say that um, entrepreneurship and the creativity in entrepreneurship is such a unique thing, um, and I see that in what you guys are doing through love. So we're going to bring up on the screen some of your products here um, just so that our people can see, right? people can see what's going on here and so talk to us a little bit about what we're looking at talk to us a little bit about some of your products um and and kind of the inspiration behind it um paul do you want to handle this one well Assigning I rules, right? <laughs> yeah i could talk a bit but you know if, if you want to get the inside scoop and unveiling, get your, you know, your watering, I think the chef will have the, will have the best um, description of the stuff, but I could, I will, I will go through some of the stuff that we have and then Hannah could, could go more in detail if we need. Um, well, the, the name of the business is loaves, right? And that had to be inspired from something. So obviously we sell loaf bread. Um, and, and we've been told that our loaf bread is, is very, very good. It's excellent. And it stays fresh up to three, four, uh, I'll say five days. Right. And so we have loaves bread. We have, um, cinnamon twists. We have, um, fruity swirls. Um, we have coconut, chocolate, um, lemon, pineapple, and, and you know, the ones coconut and pineapple and such are made with real fruits, right? We make, we don't, we make real, we use the real fruit, um, we have garlic herb, we have um, wheat and plain sub, we do sub bread, we do burger buns, and a, a whole host of other stuff. You know, we also try to do stuff that are that are unique and are not seen in the market, you know, in the Belmapan market, um, you know, in, in the in the in the baker scene in Belmapan, I'm trying to say. Right. And um and I think I think Hannah could get more in detail in that, but we've done some amazing products that Besides being very delicious, is aesthetically pleasing, uh, and people are, are, you know, have been amazed at some of the stuff that we can create from bread. Um, and so, Hannah, you do want to talk a bit about the basket or something to that extent? Yeah, I was going to ask about that sure. because, guys, um, like, I, I, I was going to ask about the basket because I remember at the Bamapan Market Day, you were raffling a edible basket where everything was made from bread. Everything was made, like everything was edible. There was stuff in it, stuff around it. Like talk to us a little bit about that. 
Um, sure, we have our edible basket. We bring it in wheat and plain, as well as the products inside. Um, the basket came about with, we had the idea to do an, a raffle for our trusted you know, customers. And I sat with Ruth um, one evening, my sister, and I was telling her that we want to do a basket, but I don't want it to be like uh, the ordinary, um, ordinary uh, um, basket that we would see during the Easter's, or, or, you know, that is normally going around when, whenever they do a raffle. And we sat and we were going through um, different things, and I asked her, I said, do you think it's possible to do an edible basket that we could, um, would be from our products, you know, and just incorporate smaller products inside it? and um we we tried and failed and we tried and and burnt burnt it and failed and you know and we <laughs> kept trying until we figured it out and um from there we went on doing um you know we did the edible basket we do it you know you could do it by others if we for christmas mother's day um birthdays and you know we incorporate smaller version of each of our product in it you know and we're also looking into doing um the edible cookie basket which would be the same thing fully edible but inside would be um fruit or, or different um cookies and muffins that loaf also yes. creates right and we have our edible animals for the kids as well which is you know we do it in the shape of frogs and lobsters and um just different you know that you know for kids uh, we have some kids like my nieces who at time give trouble to eat you know the regular bread you know and that is just a way to get them to eat it because it's you know it's friendly very good very good uh, it, guys and I'm, I'm telling you from personal experience it is delicious it's it's actually i because of hannah subs i i um, I got back into subs. Like I, I love subs. I'm making, um, I, so I get her wheat um, bread and I, I would bring it home and I would make a very mean, delicious sub for the kids and for us. And um, and I, I, I put in my order regularly, right? So I just want to encourage you guys. I want to let you know it's, it's, it tastes good. It's, it's very, 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 very yummy. So someone says, how can people find you? Do you have a menu of what's available daily? Um, we are located at number one iguana we also have our facebook page um loaves and our phone number is posted up there um we have with, with each customers you know would ask if you would want a daily menu which we send um by whatsapp and we post it posted um on our page and um on these buy and sell them up and buy and sell you know the buy and sell pages so we do daily um updates of because not each product we make eat every day you know it's daily um shifting the only products that is done daily are the you know the loaves the cinnamon and the subs then the others are um shifted throughout the, the week very good so Fana, yes uh, Fana, uh, Fana, oh, go ahead. if i could just just add here merv that um pretty soon um before the year is up we will be you will be able to find us in, in some stores around Balmopan. Um, at least that is our goal. And so, yeah, we will let you guys know when, when we are in stores and which stores we are in. And that will be another um, outlet for you to find us. Very good. Very good. 
So, so talk to us a little bit. We have a few more minutes. Talk to us a little bit about what has been the most challenging part of managing your bakery. Um, for me personally, one of the challenging parts of it was um, getting a customer base. You know, I most people will see me as a friendly, outgoing person, but the minute I have a customer, once you're a customer, you know, it's easy for me to relate to you one on one. But to do that marketing of going out and getting customers have been one of my challenges um, because then I don't know my words. Um, don't come. I don't know how to interact um, on that that level. Um, also, you know, personally would be, you know, there are times you feel like it's not working. You know, there are yeah. times, um, especially with the pandemic sales would be, you know, with the shifting of the curfew hours, uh, you know, what can be, which stores can be open and which one can't, you know, it has been a challenge. Um, some days sales are really low you know and i would go to my mom and say you know i don't i don't know if it's working or if we will keep up because you know the sales are bad and i know there are times my family come together and sales are bad and my mom would come and say i'm getting this 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 and this you know and she would mm. try her best to buy up all that is left you know mm. and that's just a mother's love for her kids you know she wants to see um as a family business between the siblings it prosper you know and those are the challenges um for me very good. Those are Hannah, those are real challenges that a lot of entrepreneurs are facing right now, especially with the pandemic, not knowing um what sometimes a week will look like, you know, the change of curfew. You know, so it's it's a reality, it's a real reality. And I I, I just wanna first of all just um just wanna say kudos to all the entrepreneurs that are fighting through, that are holding through. I, I know some, you know, the last the last time. Uh, the curfew changed. We, you know, we had guests that were lined up to come in and they got affected because a lot of their business happened in the night. And so when the curfew changed, it affected their ability to operate. And it, it can be really discouraging. It can become very uh, disheartening at times, right? And so what would you say um, to those entrepreneurs who are fighting through right now? If you had to, if you had to give them one encouragement, what would that encouragement be? Um, don't give up would be, you know, I, um, for me, you know, that's what a lot of other, you know, small business owners would give me, owners give me, you know, don't give up, you know, push through. Um, if we see that one, one idea that we have isn't working, not because that one doesn't work, doesn't mean others won't, you know. So if you're trying and you see, like, this isn't working or the way I'm doing this isn't working, then brainstorm again and, you know, um, go through your ideas and try again. I mean, the internet is there. There are a lot of good online um, resources that we could use. You know, you just, you go and you Google and there are many, sometimes there are free um, classes that you could take on just how, per, how personally to deal with a small business, you know, so mm. that would be one of them. You know, there are outlets there for small business owners if you just take the time to do the research. Google, talk to other business owners in Belize. You know, I know a lot of, as Mervyn said, Tass Belize, you know, um, there's Miss Shelley Usher. If you have a question, you know, she would never not answer a question for a small business owner. In our films, you know, they will answer if you have a question, you, you are not, you 
can't figure out, you know, go to bigger business that people that you see um, is, you know, doing um, the same as you and you ask questions, you know, it's never, um, there's never a dead end when you ask for yeah. help. Yeah. Man, very good. I, I really, really love that, Hannah. That great advice, great tips um, for entrepreneurs, those who are fighting through in this time. Um, man, really appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so much for coming on. And once again, let us know how people can access your product. Uh, let us know, just uh, as, we're, as we're winding down this segment with you, let us know how people can get in touch with you um, and access your product. I'll let Paul do that one. Okay, sure. Um, like Hannah said, we are on Facebook on the Loves, L-O-A-V-E-S. Um, you'll find us there on, on our Facebook page. There is a number posted that you can WhatsApp or, or call. And if you want to swing by number one iguana in on um, Avenue, that's in Mountain View area. And there will, there is a setup there, um, every day and you can swing by there in person if you want. And like I said, pretty soon we'll be in the stores and then you will have more outlets to outlets to find us at very good very good thank you hannah thank you paul thank you Lowe's, for being a part of tonight's segment really really appreciate you guys uh well, what we're going to do we're going to take a quick commercial break and when we get back we'll be talking with sherwin uh he's um, actually tuning in from um, the u.s a good friend of mine and he will be talking about what he's working on and what he's doing uh with his brand and his vision so let's take a quick commercial break are you ready to move your business forward? Are you ready to make an impact? Are you ready to go beyond what is? Hungry for more traffic, engagement, customers? Here is your chance to become more successful in the digital world with fresh, creative, innovative strategies for your organization's messaging, website, videos, graphics, photos, and sound. Skyrocket your brand's digital identity. We do what works. We do things differently. We learn from you to understand your business needs. Tell your story. Reach more people and close more sales. Contact us now to take your business to the next level. Task Belize, the heart of entrepreneurial innovation. Welcome, welcome back, welcome back. I wanted to say something really fast just now, but my mouth got tongue twisted. But I just want to say thank you to those who are uh, tuning in, staying with us. I just want to give a quick shout out to Maria Ferguson Neal, uh, tuning in from the States, uh, Miss Yonette Odessa Hall. Thank you guys for the comments. Thank you guys for sending in your remarks. And again, we want to hear from you. If you have questions for our guests, feel free to send it in. It's a discussion. It's not just an interview. So you are a part of the discussion. And to be a part of that discussion, you got to use the comment section. So whether you're on YouTube or you are on Facebook, use the comment section to, to ask questions. Our guests would love to give insights as well. Uh, the, it, we're, we're, it's an entrepreneurial spotlight. We're talking about what they're doing. But we also know that they they have lessons. They've learned a few things through their own journey, and they are more than willing to share that with you. Uh, our next guest hails all the way from the United States. Actually, I was hanging out with him yesterday in Miami. I can't believe like yesterday we were in Miami, and now I'm in Belize, and he's back up there. And uh, but a good friend of mine, we've really gotten to to know each other, and we're getting to know each other more, collaborating um, in uh, in our different areas. Um, he is the visionary 
uh, behind gospel music buzz, uh, and they're producing wholesome content and music and really highlighting and amplifying the message of wholesome content and music. So I want to uh, welcome Sherwin to the screen um, and have him join us, and we're going to have a, a, a little chat with him. Hey, Sherwin, how are you doing, man? Hey, what's going on, man? Exactly like you said, you know, we were just sitting, breaking bread, breaking yes. bread yesterday and chopping it up, and now we're here yes. on the screen again. All right. Yeah, we were, we were doing a, a, a quick live yesterday at the hotel as well, just chilling. Uh -huh. and I, man, the, the world is getting small. It's getting really small. And it's, it's amazing how one minute we can be together and the next minute we can be miles and miles apart, right? Uh -huh. So I just want to welcome you to the show. Thank you for uh, being a guest with us tonight. Um, I want to say good night to Nadia. Thank you for jumping in. Um, uh, thank you for always jumping in. I see you've been tuning in with us a few nights, a few weeks, and I really, really appreciate you as a fan of the show, as a viewer of the show. Um, so Sherwin, help Belize uh, mm -hmm. get to know you a little bit. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing and the gospel music buzz and kind of yeah. what sparked that for you. Thanks. Yeah. Hey, Murph. Yeah. Thanks again. Uh, no, definitely. Thank you for the invite to be on the show. So yeah, Gospel Music Buzz. The Gospel Music Buzz is a premier faith-based marketing and media platform. And what that basically means is that we implement strategy to help brands, independent artists, you know, anyone that's within that space to maximize their potential. And we're doing that in various ways. That can be by way of promotion, consulting, digital content creation, interviews to bring about awareness, event coverage. And the idea behind this actually started with my wife, who's in the comments, <clears throat> Yannette, in the comments, is that Yannette also is a an independent artist. You know, she released her first album back in 2012. And we were promoting her album, you know, working with different promoters and the media you know, content creation, individuals and so forth. And I keep seeing a pattern. It was always this, hey, once you start, you know, it kind of like, hey, whether you're doing it for a, for a week, you're doing it for two weeks, but there was never a seamless translation. There was never always a plan, a strategy. Mm -hmm. How can you do this? How can you map out for three months? So there was always something that was happening there. And in doing this, you know, time and time again, I kept finding myself saying, hey, if I were to start a business like this, this is what I would do. And yeah. if I were to start it, and that list of if I were to start, started to get pretty long. <laughs> and then one day I'm sitting down, I'm like, I have all these ideas. If I were to start, let's start it. Start. So that's kind of how this was birthed. I love that. I love that. If I, you know, and for those, you know, we, we, we said it earlier as entrepreneurs, we're looking um, at things that's happening, and sometimes it's staring at us, mm -hmm. and we're thinking to ourselves, maybe it's maybe it's just me, or maybe 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 it's not a big deal. But then you start to realize you're talking to more people, and more more people have that same pain. More people are struggling with that same issue, and then you you can make a decision to be a solution and an answer to it, right? And that's how so many great uh, innovations, so many great ideas get sparked, and then it takes off from there you know what were some of the earlier challenges that you face in taking this idea um having this list of what if what if and it's okay it's time mm -hmm. for me to act on this what were some of the earlier challenges you had to overcome to get it off the ground well <clears throat> for me you know and that's a, and that's a great question right so starting off 
one of the first things that I started with is, hey, how can I, you know, be a gateway for independent artists? Yes, I would do things and I would promote and I would do all of this for, you know, known artists as well. But starting out the gate, I would just look for if someone is releasing something, it's kind of just getting that content, vetting that content, you know, ensuring that you're not just posting anything that might not line up with wholesome, might not line up with, you know, what the messaging and the branding need to be. But in the beginning, it was just finding the right content, finding the right individuals and just getting them to say, hey, you know, we're going to post your content. We're going to promote you. We're going to spotlight you. We're going to talk about you. And we did that. And going into it, it was never even about charging, right? Yeah. So going into it, we we did this. And I would say for about a good three and a half, almost four years before I started getting messages like, hey, what would you charge for this? If I want yeah. you to speak to me and walk me through this process, if I want this, if I want that, you know, what would that cost be? But our main focus in the beginning and still is was providing you with the buzz on gospel and wholesome content in general. So we were, you know, going out there seeking, getting that content, you know, being tapped in with label companies, being tapped in with radio stations, just being tapped in in all the sources. So I would say first getting the content, but also building the genuine relationships. Yeah. Because what I didn't want to come over as, you know, hey, you're following someone, two minutes later, you're in their inbox, and like the relationship is foisted, right? That's why it took yeah. us so long. We were, you know, almost in our five and a half year span now. And is that we took a lot of that beginning phase, not thinking about costs, just thinking about what can we produce that others can find value in, but also building solid relationships along the way. Man, that's really good. You know, I, I as you were sharing that, I remember, I, I'm not sure if I read this or I heard this, but there were the, the person sharing with me was saying, you know, if you want to know what you're called to do, what your purpose is, can you get up and do it even if there's not a payment attached to it? If, if Can you mm-hmm. get up and faithfully keep locking in on that, showing up every day, being consistent with that, even if there isn't any money per se that's attached to it. And I think that's a key thing because if you're if you're motivated by the money, um, to me, that's that's very narrow-sighted. The money will come. It will come. It will come that's yeah. just a reality. But it has to be a bigger vision. There has to be something greater that we're right. working towards, bigger, greater transformation, greater impact in people's lives. And then if we are able to help enough people get what they want, eventually we will start to get what we need and what we want through the, the financial resource, right? Uh, Sherwin, you know, just so that people kind of have a, a, a grade of where you're coming from because you 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 and we were talking some about this you've been investing for years you've been networking collaborating uh, pouring into folks talk to us a little bit who are some of the the people you've rubbed shoulders with people you've come in contact with um um maybe even some of the names that that folks might know um and that you've kind of collaborated with and worked with through this whole process yeah i mean through the process you know over the years like recently We've interviewed, you know, Maverick City. We've interviewed Todd Delaney, yeah. you know, Doe Jones, you know, Doe from there. We've interviewed, you know, JJ uh, Harris. I mean, we've interviewed a lot of prominent, you know, artists that individuals would know. You know, we've also sat on a few, you know, panels like with uh, T.D. Jakes when he released a few movies. 
we were a part of that interview panel. Uh, David Ayileo that released, you know, a few movies as well. He's a great director from the UK. We interviewed him. And again, one of some of those things is that, you know, like we also interviewed a lot of great, you know, prominent independent artists as well, too. Yeah. And it's not to take away anything from the independent artists, but it, it always is a humbling experience because we don't always go out to say, hey, how can I find this person's manager because I want to interview them? But then the email would come like, hey, uh, I'm representing this artist by the name of, you know, Maverick City. You know, do you guys want to interview them? I'm like, do I want to interview them? It's like, send them along, you know, like seriously. It's it's always just, again, the favor and just a genuine relationship. People just seeing you're constantly sharing, you're supporting, you're supporting. And then when something is happening, you know, their managers just willingly reach out like, you know, hey, we're doing so and so, you know, are you available to be a part of this? So, yeah. you know, those are, those are some of the names over the years. Yeah, That's cool. You know, one of the things I've experienced and I've seen and I'm hearing in what you're sharing is that, you know, when we get clear on our vision, clear on our direction and what we're about. And then, you know, I, I love what um, Charlie Waite said, money is the byproduct of your passion. So w- when you're pursuing that passion and you're not so much caught up about the money, like God does orchestrate things, things just fall into place. I, I've, you know, like I, I just find it amazing that you know, I'll give you an example. This we were talking about our show and kind of how to expand our show and the reach of our show. And I said to my wife, I said, hey, it would be great if we can get in this space with these people. And boom, all of a sudden an opportunity opened up that I was able to get in that space. I wasn't even looking for it um, uh-huh. directly. We just we just knew to, to advance uh, this vision and to take that next step. This is what needs to happen. And I'm sharing that to say that the, the importance of getting really clear on your vision, getting really clear on your purpose and really keeping that in front of you. So my question to you, Renric, um, sorry, <laughs> I think I'm <laughs> Renric Sherwin, sorry. Uh-huh. My question to you is how do you keep the focus of your vision in front of you? What are some of the things that you've done because you're you've been in this for a few years, right? And you, mm-hmm. I mean, we've been, we were talking over this weekend, some of the current challenges you're facing. What do you do to keep the vision and the purpose in front of you. Yeah, def- definitely. And shout out to Renwick too, because we were on the phone with we were on the phone with Renwick just yesterday. Yes. So that's why for anyone that's wondering if we were like, all on the phone yesterday yeah. together. Yeah. Um no some of the some of the challenges. I mean right now I would say one of the main challenges that we are, you know, that became a challenge I would say about maybe a week ago is our main <clears throat> Instagram account, which we've built up over almost you know five plus years. We've gotten to close to about 16,000 or so followers and that's at gospel music buzz with two Z's. That account was recently shut down. Mm. So that account being shut down, you know, we've tried to send in requests and different things to Instagram to get the account put back online. And then during that same process is like, you know, during that same week, individuals try hacking our email accounts. Mm. We spun up a secondary account with just gospel music buzz with one Z. And in less than 24 hours, that account also got reported and got flagged. And then it was shadow banned for an entire week. We couldn't post, couldn't communicate. So it was just this challenge of, you know, we were making all these announcements. We were partnering with this radio station, with this television station. We're doing all these things and kind of, 
picking up some great momentum and then boom, that happened. And then mm. all these different things started coming out of the various ways. But for me, it's still, there's still clarity in the midst of that, right? There's clarity in the midst, there's stepping back, there's revamping, there's retweaking, there's readjusting. Sure, it would be great, we still wanna get the page back, but one of the messages that I also, as I'm reaching out to clients and such is, hey, we're more than just the page. The yeah. page was great for the marketing aspect, but the page is, the page is not, you know, it's not the strategy. The page yeah, is not, not the consulting, exactly. The page is not what we've built up. It's not the relationships, because even without the page, if we go somewhere and we're speaking to individuals, you know, those individuals still remember the value that we've added along their journey as well. So, you know, it's great, but that's not what it is. And even, and I think a lot of people similarly experience that, right? Because when Instagram went down for almost yeah. six to eight hours, yeah. a lot of people were panicking, but yeah. also a lot of people revamped their strategy. So that's why I wanted to segue in a bit is that, hey, as an entrepreneur, when you hit certain, you know, issues and certain pain points, use that time to reevaluate your strategy. Yeah. Hey, if this were to happen again, what can I do better so that I can, you know, quickly breeze through this? What can I do yeah. better so that this wouldn't become much of an obstacle? And that's kind of the phase that we are in, because even as part of a strategy that we implement, even when talking with well, you know, with new clients, when we're having our, our pre-audit session is that we, you know, we kind of tackle it from four points. We assess, develop a strategy, implement that strategy, and then monitor the strategy. And during that monitoring phase, whether it's three, six, nine months, even a year, then you make adjustments again. Yeah. And you reassess that last phase, and then you kind of just keep it in a cycle. So that's nice. the same thing we're doing then, it's the same thing I'm doing here. I'm like, okay, let's monitor. This is what happened. Let's reassess and audit, and then let's just keep going. Yeah, yeah. and 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 you you brought up a very good point there, and I wanna I wanna segue into that as well. Just just for those, I mean, I'm in the marketing space, web development space. Mm -hmm. We were talking a lot about strategies over this weekend. Yeah. And when Instagram, Facebook went down, so many companies lost tons of money because they put all their marbles there. And and here's here's a strategy, here's a reality. If you're if you're, I know when you're starting up, there's not a lot of budget, there's not a lot of money. You mm -hmm. want to use the free platforms. It's great. It, that's what they're there. But you have to have a strategy to move towards having your own platform. What does that look like? That looks like your website. That looks like your own space that you can that you can start send content to and send people to so that even if those other stuff fade away, you have your content still. Like, so you, you wanna be having a mailing list. You wanna be collecting emails. You yeah. wanna make sure that you're, you're following up with uh, folks through their emails. You wanna make sure that you have your site up. Even if there's a blog, you start there and evolve from there, right? And so, so just a, so, uh, some little, uh, adjustment strategies to keep in mind as you're building your brand, as you're building your company, as you're growing your company. Uh, I'm sharing, you know, one of the things we were talking a lot about, and you, you said something very profound about that you love collaboration. Um, mm -hmm. When we were in Miami yesterday, talk to us a little bit about uh, the importance of developing strong networks and how do you go about, what's your, your thought process when you're thinking about uh, building a network, building a new relationship, uh, connecting with someone, collaborating with someone. What are what are some of the thought processes that you go through? Yeah. So I, again, 
when I'm looking at collaboration, you know, I don't, while we have opportunities that's come on, coming all the time, you know, hey, let's collaborate, let's chop it up, let's do that. I go into every new relationship, every new connection, there still have to be a level of discernment, right? So yeah. I'm having a regular conversation, but I'm also discerning, I'm feeling the person out, I'm having discussions, I'm asking questions, but it's just, you know, it's feeling where that person's spirit is, asking them, you know, hey, so what's your vision for what you're doing? Because one thing in any partnership is that you don't want someone that is just pulling from you. You need someone that's gonna add value. Together you can lift each other up, together you can build each other brand. If yeah. that individual is just seeing you as an opportunity and you cannot, not to say you should always have that, but in a partnership when you're thinking business and strategy, you have to be able to go into something that is going to be mutually beneficial. So in having conversations, you know, recently, like I mentioned, we partnered with Praise 365 Radio. And, you know, we had a discussion, Scooter and I talk, we spoke, we talk about different things. And I just heard his love for his craft, his yeah. love for people, his love for his craft, his passion for Christ is just, it all came out in the discussion. And at that point in time, I'm like, okay, perfect. This seems like a good direction because, you know, I just felt it out from that process. So for me, when I'm going into any relationship and partnership, I'm looking for also things that I might not be as good with. So when I'm speaking with, with clients, I'm doing an audit, I'm checking their websites and checking different, different things. And I come back to them and I say, Hey, you know, you need a new website. I don't do website, but as a part of my network that I'm, that I have, these are the individuals that do website. I'll provide some quotes, have them choose that I see as a value add to the clients and as well as me being able to provide a service to someone. So that would be one thing. If someone is looking for radio servicing, I've spoken to tons of individuals that does radio servicing. I can say, Hey, here's the tier you can pay this much, this much, this much, here's a list of individuals. So it's just understanding individuals, understanding, you know, where their heart is for what they're doing. Because the last thing you want to do is partner with someone that just view people as a product. You yeah. don't want that. It's people yeah. at the end of the day, they're working hard for their monies. They're spending their monies. You have to be able to value that. You have to be able to add value and don't just view them as just, you know, something else that's going to make you profitable. Man, that's that's really, really, really good. Um, We have about eight more minutes to go man, and I'm really enjoying this conversation. And, I, you know, even from what you said just now, it's it's so important, guys, to to really uh, get clear on, and I said it earlier on your vision, get clear on your values as well. So, you know, one of the questions that came in, how do you identify opportunities to network? And I think some of what you were sharing just now uh, kind of started to answer that because you're kind of like, okay, are we aligned with values? Are we aligned with vision? Are we aligned with how we see people? Are we aligned with um, how we see money? Is it all about the money or is it all about the yeah. people? Those, you know, I think those are some of the opportunities mm -hmm. that those are some of how you identify some of the opportunities. But is there anything else you want to add to that? Like, how do you identify opportunities to network? Yeah. So, again, I, I look at things that if I'm constantly being asked by clients I'm speaking with to say, hey, I'm looking to do this. I'm looking to do this constantly. Someone comes on board and during the discussion, there's always this gap. And I know, hey, this is something 
I'm not looking to do. I might have the ability, but I want to be focused on other things. But there's an opportunity there. I'm going to start looking at individuals in that space and having those discussions to see, hey, how can I do that? Because any partnership shouldn't just be partnering just to say you're partnering, right? It has to be a defined vision as far as what this partnership is going to solve. Because at the end of the day, as an entrepreneur, we're solving problems, right? We're solving problems. We're making systems better. We're adding value. So it's looking at areas in which I can't fully commit to, but other individuals need when it comes to graphic designing. I can have discussions with someone and they would be like, hey, I want a week's worth of content. I want two weeks worth of content. I personally don't want to sit the time. I can strategize the content with them, but I can't sit there and design all these stuff. So I'm going to partner with a group of designers to say, hey, I'm going to fuel projects to you guys once someone comes in and then that's what is going to be done there. So it's figuring out where you have gaps, what you're doing. Don't be afraid to partner with someone that can add value. And then you guys figure out, you know, cost, figure out saving, figure out all of that. But kind of going back to cost again, like you said, you don't want to partner with someone that is all about money because I've been in that situation before. They will steamroll you. They will steamroll other people. You would make recommendations. They will make you look bad. So, you know, you want to be very clear, like don't, if someone is just always, hey, so how much are they charging? What is this? What like, you got to like this really back. Yeah, man, very, very good input. Very good thoughts there. I I have one more question for you before we're out because we're almost out of time. We have about five more minutes, but talk to us a little bit about this. You know, I, you know, as an entrepreneur, we're doing business, especially in your space, my space, we're, we're dealing with a lot of clients. We're, we're in the marketing space. People come with different needs. Um, and sometimes they're not clear on what they want. They have an idea of what they want. And then you start down that path and then it turns into more than you anticipate. And then you have to kind of engage that conversation uh, to kind of reassess the project. Sometimes it goes well. Sometimes it doesn't go well. So have you had situations like that and how how did you overcome it like let's talk a little bit about maybe when it went well and what you did and then when it did not go well and what you had to do in those situations yeah so i mean we we've had situations again where it has gone well you know in situations where let's say we're doing lyric videos or we're doing different things especially from the design aspect right so I can be meticulous. I can sit with someone. We will provide them with a product. It can be an edited video. They give us footage. We edit the video. We would do it. And if you're constantly being told, oh, you know, you know, the first thing that I step away from is when someone comes in and they say, just do something and give it to me. <laughs> that is the utmost no. I've done that yeah. before. And we kept doing and kept doing. And the person just does not like it, but they cannot articulate what they want. They want. Yes. And we've gone down that process. I'm utilizing my designer. I can't get to the next project because I keep making revisions. And at that point, I just stop and I say, hey, I'm going to give you back a refund. I value your business. I value our friendship and our relationship. But I don't think we're seeing eye to eye creatively. Mm-hmm. And I've provided back refunds that way. In other instance, in other instance, I said, you know, hey, Let's get on a Zoom call together. Let's go through examples. Let's look at all of this. Let's get exactly what you need. And then I'm going to go back to my designer. Man. Because if you don't know what you need, 
I'm not going to know what you need. And my designer sure not going to know. What you <laughs> it's need. a domino effect. Yeah, exactly. Very so I see, see clarity. Clarity is the utmost. Mm, I love it, man. I love that advice. I think that that will will end with that advice because I think so many uh, business startups find themselves in that uh, space. Uh, Sherwin, tell us how can people get in touch with you um, and how can they follow what you're doing? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, follow what we're doing. You can find us on our website, gospelmusicbuzz.com. And we're Gospel Music Buzz on all platforms. Our shows are posted on YouTube. So Gospel Music Buzz on YouTube, Twitter, with the exception of Instagram, at least for now, is Gospel Music Buzz with one Z. One Z, yeah. One Z. We need y'all to help get these followers back up. Get Get these interactions back up, you know, inboxes, comment, you know, whatever the case is. You have your press release, send it along. You know, let's just build a network and just reform this community. Awesome. Man, Sharon, thank you. It's such a pleasure having you. Thank you for your advice, your tips. Thank you for being part of the show. And we definitely will stay in touch and um, do some more great stuff together. For sure. Thanks a lot, Marvin. Thanks, guys. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in and just really hanging in with us tonight. We had a really awesome discussion, both with Hannah Loves and Gospel Music Buzz. We're we're at the end. We're out of time. So I just want to leave you um, um, and just thank you guys. And I just want to thank our team, Kimana, Ruth, Joshua, Shireen, uh, for just being behind the scenes and all the awesome work you're doing. I want to thank TNC, Caribbean Fest TV, So Arise TV for broadcasting this show. Um, and guys, awesome news. Uh, we are now on Apple um, iTunes as well as on Spotify. So for those who love podcasting and following podcasts, you can subscribe to, to our, podca- uh, our podcast on Apple and iTunes and just stay in the loop of what's happening. Go to our website, creativemondayshow.com where we post everything all our episodes our past our past podcasts our past shows we'll see you again next week same time same place right here on the creative monday discussion show god bless you take care good night